the Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine. Hey Bulldog! Woof. Woof. I, I honestly know I'm so glad we finally got to this one. This is top ten for me. I love the song. I don't. Yeah. I yeah. I don't care. That, wow. I don't care that John is kind of right when he said the words are gibberish. There's profundity in some of the lines if you think about it a little bit. Besides, it just plain rocks my socks off. Mm-hmm. I love how you don't truly know where the narrator is coming from because he says you think you know me. You haven't got a clue. While insisting, you could talk to him if you're lonely. He's a complicated man with a complicated song you could dance to. Yeah, this one rocks. Like, I think musically, this is one of the best riffs in the whole catalog. Uh, I, as I said, I don't know Yell Submarine, but like, I knew this riff and I knew this song. Uh, like, that riff is a world that I would love to live in all the time. But for me, it's kind of a song of two halves. Uh-huh. Before the barking. And after the barking, <laughs> we talked to, we've talked about Paul occasionally like reaching for some of his worst impulses with some stylistic choices, right. but I'm not sure we've seen it before in like him doing it to someone else's song. <laughs> he does that here to John's song and it's very confusing and kind of ruins it for me. I, you know, but the thing is I'm, and I'm usually with you with Paul ruining stuff. <laughs> Uh, but like the thing is john is openly okay with it you know he's even egging him on right you know what i mean he's egging him (laughs) yeah but you know john is his biggest critic with that stuff yeah yeah absolutely absolutely john was totally cool with it yeah but also john has let people do their worst impulses uh later in his career and ruin their careers so this is nothing this is nothing new for john either keep singing harry it's fine. Keeps keep going. Keep let's let's do a screaming contest, Harry. <laughs> Nielsen for if yes. any people don't know the story. Yeah. Look up yeah. Uh, the Pussycats album Wikipedia page. Don't. Yeah, just read the Wikipedia page. Don't need to listen to the record. The rec- that's some good all all my life is a, I, one of my favorites. Yeah. All my life I have it. Okay, Hey Bulldog. Released on the soundtrack of the Yellow Submarine animation, it was ready to record it while the Beatles were being filmed for a promotional film for Lady Madonna. Because uh, they, they were about to go to India. And they were like, we might be gone for a long time. Uh, and they were. The song started life as She Could Talk to Me, then Hey Bullfrog, based on a few ideas sketched out by John Lennon. The song's, the line, Some Kind of Solitude is Measured Out in You, was originally measured out in news, but Paul McCartney claimed to have misread Lennon's handwriting. That, that is a great contribution by Paul. That is so, a much better line than the original. Um, John Lennon said, Paul said we should do a real song in the studio to save wasting time. Could I whip one off? I had a few words at home, so I brought them in. Yeah, it's apparent, like, when you hear the demos, like, John had She Could Talk To Me as the chorus, and then the rest, you know, he kind of, you know, patched together. Um, Yeah. 
The title came about after McCarty made a barking sound during the session as he and Lennon ad-libbed during the finale. The Beatles decided to keep the barking in, to Andrew Logan's chagrin, and changed the title to Hey Bulldog to fit. Earlier in the month, McCartney participated in a recording session at EMI for singer Paul Jones' new Apple Records single, And the Sun Will Shine. Beatles writer John C. Wynn suggests that the single's B-side, an acid rock song titled The Dog Presides, likely inspired McCartney with its sound effects of a dog barking. I like that stuff, where you could piece together where someone got that idea from. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so much, like, and you could argue too much information about the Beatles. <laughs> where well, you can learn. Well, I don't. Stuff. I don't think so. I don't know. I think it's superb no, about. No, it's it's great. No, it's just kind of funny how like you know, there's so many threads that have been yeah. you know, have been connected because, of course, they have. Yeah, and and I love when Paul McCartney doesn't realize that uh, he probably didn't think it realized that that's how it got in his head. Yeah. Hunter Davies also recounted how Lennon originally tried playing a sitar on the track, strumming it like George Formby's banjo Lee, and singing in a Lancashire accent. Although an intriguing proposition, the Beatles were unable to work this into the song. Probably a good thing. Well, yep. Musically, the song harks back to the early R&B riffs of songs such as Money, That's What I Want, and retains a similar blues feel as Lady Madonna, Two songs were combined, in fact, on the Love album. An animated sequence for Hey Bulldog was made for the Yellow Submarine film, although it was originally included only in European prints. John Lennon said, That's me, I'm referring to Hey Bulldog, because of the Yellow Submarine people who were gross animals, apart from the guy who drew the paintings for the movie. They lifted all the ideas for the movie out of our heads and didn't give us any credit. We had nothing to do with that movie, and we sort of resented them. It was the third movie that we owed United Artists. Brian Epstein had set it up, and we had nothing to do with it. But I liked the movie, the artwork. They wanted another song, so I knocked off Hey Bulldog. It's a good-sounding record that means nothing. Uh, George Harrison said, when we were in the studio recording Bulldog, apparently it was at a time when they needed some footage for something else, some other record, and a film crew came along and filmed us. Then they cut up the footage and used some of the shots for something else. It was Neil Aspinall who found out that when you watched and listened to what the original thing was, we were recording Hey Bulldog. This was apparently the only time we were actually filmed recording something. So what Neil did was, he put it all back together again and put the Bulldog soundtrack onto it, and there it was. I, that's interesting that that was the only time they were actually filmed recording a song. Um, like, Which isn't true, but I guess to that point. Uh, right, right, before... Yep. Get the back. nine hour documentary. <laughs> yes. Um, but it, it is pretty wild that there's like no footage of anything earlier than this. Right. And then like the, there are live performances, but they're always ruined by screaming uh, fans enjoying it too much. Uh, Jeff Emmerich said stuff, but we're going to skip skip him today. On February 11, 1968, the Beatles recorded, completed a mixtape bulldog during a 10-hour session. The basic rhythm tracks consisted of piano, drums, tambourine, and lead guitar, and the bass. By Take 10, they had a good version, and so on to this day were overdubbed more drums, fuzz bass, guitar solo, double-tracked lead vocals by John, and backing vocals from Paul. Among Beatles writers and musicologists, Everett, Ian McDonald, and Wynn write Lennon performed the song's guitar solo, but... 
in his 2006 memoir, Here, There, and Everywhere, Jeff Emmerich instead recalls George Harrison as having performed a solo. So that's one of the Beatles mysteries. We should get a stinger for that. Beatles mysteries. Beatles, Beatles mysteries. Who do you think played it? I think I think John did. Hmm. Yeah, I could see John doing it. Because you know why? Uh, because I've been able to play it. <laughs> so it's like, well, oh. it's not that hard. It can't be that hard. Well, come on. Well, I I I think it's just like it feels more like a John Soul because of its immediacy, I guess. Okay. After the band finished adding overdubs, Martin and Emmerich mixed the song for Mono twice. While the Beals would often ad-lib offhandedly at the end of recordings, their other songs faded out before this became audible. Martin and Emmerich decided to instead leave the dog barks, shouts, and screams in the final recording. Ah, so it's their fault. It's their fault. At one point, adding heavy compression to some of Lennon's dialogue and dog noises. They, were <clears throat> they raised the song in pitch slightly, running the playback fast. With the mono version intended for use in the animated film, Emmerich returned to Studio 3 on October 29, 1968 to mix the song for stereo, this version being included on the original soundtrack LP. Um, Fanny's cover, in my humble opinion, I am a joke, is the second best Beatle cover out there, second only to Stevie Wonder's We Can Work It Out cover. Mm. Which, by the way, played on my Spotify right after I played Fanny's Hey Bulldog. That was weird. Um, by the way, if you don't know Fanny, yeah. uh, there's PBS had a documentary about them about a month or so ago. Um, they, I would say, they're a female big star. You know. Oh, interesting. They were, yeah, they were active mostly in the 1970s. Talking to a cop is like I would start with that song if you want to get into Fanny. I, I don't know it. I don't know anything about them, so I will have to check that out. Well, consult your local library. Yes. Also, uh, Toda Wet Sprocket covered it for some reason on the I Know What You sure. Did Last Summer soundtrack. Uh, Love Count Zero. Josie Scale I get as an enthusiastic yeah. Top 10 song for Roger. Oh, totally. Probably number 10, but I'll uh, say top 10. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, uh, but I'm going to give this a Josie for the reasons I specified, but I will give a caveat that if there was a single edit, I'd probably <laughs> give it a yeah. I my I think my heart just broke it too. Like that I like the song so much and I, I really wish I'm that, sorry. Yeah, like we've had disagreements, but this one this one hurts a little bit, I I must say. Oh. You you can talk to me about it. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine.